Welcome back to Retail Boss Radio, where we keep you up to date with retail news as well as business tips to help you grow your business. So today on the agenda, we wanted to quickly talk about pricing. We had put up a post recently on our Instagram at retailboss.inc as well as on Facebook at retailboss. And we had a lot of people comment still confused about pricing. So we thought, you know what, let's also bring this topic to our podcast. So everybody who follows on the podcast also can uh, understand how to price your products a little bit better. And also for people who prefer to listen than to read, uh, we're here for you. So how to do it. So we have a simple equation that we put up. It is simply wholesale price times two equals retail price. All right. Sounds simple enough. Wholesale price. Wholesale price times two equals your retail price. Okay? But here's where the problem comes in. Most people don't really understand how to come up with your wholesale price because your wholesale price isn't just the cost of goods, right? Or the cost of buying, uh, you know, those wholesale items. Your actual wholesale price should also include a variety of factors, including you know, your labor costs, as well as um, any kind of costs that you have to operate your business incrementally part of your pricing. So for example, if you sell a pri- if you sell earrings, and the cost of your materials are $2, and you pay yourself $15 for that half an hour it took to make them, then your wholesale price is $34. Okay, so then your wholesale price, you would times that by two, which would come to $68. All right, so your retail price is also known as your MSRP, which is just an abbreviation meaning market sale retail price, right? So that's just what it is abbreviated as. So just to give you a little bit more insight into uh, pricing and how you are to figure out pricing for your brand, uh, because I get a lot of questions from people who go, hey, well, if I uh, put my retail price to this amount, people aren't going to buy right? Oh, well, you know, $68 for a pair of earrings, you know, based on our example, oh, that's too much for my for my audience to buy. Well, then it's not, if I'm telling you the truth, it's not a feasible, like it, it's feasible, you may get by, you know, pay yourself a minimal amount. But if people can't actually afford to buy, you know, the earrings are $68. And I mean, not a small percentage buy, I mean, the majority of people who follow and who are advocates of your brand aren't going to buy it, then it's not something you want to sell. The whole purpose of understanding retailing is that it's the purpose is to be able to create products that not only make a profit, but also are in a price range that your customers will buy. So if this isn't feasible to you right now of $68, right? And but you know, you know, your customers more or less willing to pay between the 20 to $40 range, then you're going to have to figure out how can you either lower your expenses, you know, outsource uh, somebody else to create the earrings for you. So then you can still keep those margins and also have a pricing that makes sense for your business and for your customers. So some advice that we gave online um, again, just going into understanding a bit more with another example. So this example is more for boutiques. So for this one specifically, you know, depending on the products that you're uh, looking to wholesale, let's say you, you go down to the LA 
um, wholesale market district or any, you know, market district where you can buy um, wholesale items in packs, let's say. So you're going there and you find, let's say you find bodysuits. And the bodysuits that you find there uh, per bodysuit are $10, all right, wholesale, all right, $10 wholesale. And let's say you already know, you already know that the sweet spot for selling on your website bodysuits, people are willing to pay, you know, $30, okay? So in your head, you're thinking, okay, I can make, you know, um, if I add, you know, some shipping costs into that, if I add um, my cost of overhead, everything like that, maybe each bodysuit for me, my wholesale, and I'm talking about for me, after putting in my labor and cost is about $20, right? Let me times that by two, now you're at 40, right? Now you're out of your sweet spot, all right, for uh, the bodysuits that typically sell around $30. So you might think to yourself, okay, well, I guess $10 is enough, but no, I would make you think a little bit further. If you know that you, you want to think about, okay, so they're willing to pay $30 for this basic looking bodysuit, all right? And right now, wholesale, it's 10 So how can I encourage my customers to want to spend more? Because for this to make sense for my business, I need to be selling all bodysuits on my website for at least $40, all right? So if you think from that method, you can come up with a better strategy, so you might want to negotiate and think, okay, maybe I can negotiate the price down a bit for buying these bodysuits. Or you can continue to look around and maybe what you find is you find some bodysuits that have more unique details on them. Maybe it's a rhinestone bodysuit. Maybe it's a striped bodysuit. Maybe it's, um, you know has some cool um, lace design or something on it, bodysuit. And then the $40 mark makes more sense to your customers because they think, okay, yeah, well, it has an extra details. It has this extra feature. And so it makes sense. And I would be willing to pay more because that's really how customers think. So it would be more in your best interest to then only focus on bodysuits that have an additional feature on them, right? For you can get that pricing that you want to get. Okay, so that's how you should be thinking about pricing. It really isn't that confusing. I typically tell people to, you know, define your brand, define what you're going to be offering. If you can offer two to three day shipping, right? And customer service 24 seven, and you have the best product photography and you're using all these popular influencers, you can charge a higher price, right? But let's say you don't, maybe you have basic product photography, you never really reply to DMs, you don't use any influencers that are that popular in your niche. Um, right? It's a little bit harder for your pricing to make sense to go up a notch. Um, if you don't have these part of it. So then another thing that we'd want to mention is based on your brand and your customer, your tar you should already know the dollar amount they're willing to pay for every certain item you're looking to sell. So this makes it a hundred times easier for you to buy for your retail store or even create products for your retail store when you know the MSRP before you even look to find the wholesale pricing, right? Or try to make 
um, items or search for, for, search for items that would fit into, uh, um, you know, the wholesale pricing that you're looking for. So what do I mean? I mean, instead of going out there and looking, like I said, for the lowest price of items, you should go out there looking uh, based on your, your research and your customer and your brand, what would be the best items for you to sell that you already know your customers will pay the top dollar amount of. So that's why I always suggest to people, don't try to sell everything. Do the work up front to figure out what is the high willingness items that people are willing to pay and then do the opposite approach where then you look um, for items that uh, will give you those margins that you want. So for example, that like I mentioned before, you can sell a bodysuit to your customer for $30, right? Uh, but you can't afford to have a wholesale price of 20 because then that's only a $10 profit margin, right? Uh, so you want to be strategic. You want to make sure that your bodysuits have sparkles or beads or any type of additional decorative on them to sell at a higher price, right? To make it worthwhile for you to be selling these items. So I hope that gives you some better information when it comes to pricing and understanding that it's actually easier for you to take a backwards approach to pricing your items. Because what you want to always do is pick um, a product or a category where you can make um, the highest amount of profit margin and what you're trying to sell to your customers. Okay, because a lot of people go the opposite route. They try to find the cheapest items and then they want to market up the highest. But a lot of the times those cheap, cheap items with poor quality are fairly generic and everybody else is selling them. It's a low barrier to entry for people to get in and sell similar products. But if you instead take a different approach and you really think about your market and your customer and your brand and a small product category you want to focus on with either just an additional detail or um, better fabric or uh, something more unique or differentiating that, let's say, wholesale-wise would cost a little bit more, if you take the other approach on how much you can actually sell it for, then you can find yourself having a lot bigger uh, profit margins by first defining your customer's willingness to buy at the retail price and then looking for wholesale options. All right, so I hope that gives you some insights into pricing and stay tuned for our next podcast episode.